the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to our 4th of July edition of Unite IE Radio, broadcast to you on July 6th of 2019. Uh, my name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and my co-host Don Dix is again broadcasting from his secret underground bunker somewhere in Southern California. I know and that it's... It, I was just going to say, it's important to be underground because the temperatures lately have been so hot that uh, it, being anywhere else other than underground where it's a nice, chill 65 degrees, there's just no getting around it. It's I, the place to be. As I understand, uh, radio celebrities like Don, you know, they're negotiating their contracts these days. Instead of a dressing room, they're all asking for their own secret underground bunkers. Right, and complete with one year's worth of food because, don't you know, we're all anticipating that Antifa will do a breakout and all our lives will be in danger as they bring crowbars and bear mace and milkshakes filled with cement to a neighborhood near you. Um, and I'm thinking that you and I are probably prime targets, Greg. Uh, definitely. Um, this is, of course, the weekend for 4th of July, the celebration of the founding of America, um, which to... Most Americans, and virtually everyone when you and I were growing up, was a great day. It was, it was one of the greatest days of human history was the founding of America. And we now know that uh, to the Democrat Party, not the rank and file, but the leadership of the Democrat Party and the left, but then I repeat myself, it was one of the worst days, darkest days in world history was the founding of the United States of America. And, of course, this is, this is the day that they, the Continental Congress ratified and adopted the Declaration of Independence written by Thomas Jefferson. And, Don, do you know, can you tell us, how does the Declaration of Independence begin? You know, Pop quiz. Uh, Pop quiz. I, I know the last sentence. The first sentence, I don't recall. So give us a, give us <laughs> a uh, answer to that. But before you do, before you do, um, your guy who loves American history quotes. You well, actually, it, you you love quotes. I mean, beyond even American history and American folks, you introduced me to one quote that we have styled this radio show after Judge Brandeis, uh, Supreme Court Justice, who said the most important political office is that of private citizen. Our show is you know dedicated to that and to that purpose. Did you know there's another famous quote from Thomas Jefferson on July 3rd, 1776? Do you know that quote? No. What is it? Crap. That's due tomorrow? Yeah. You know, it was a, 
Thomas Jefferson dis- discovered what we lawyers always know is that uh, if it was not for the last minute, nothing would ever get done. Exactly right. So it's July 3rd, and he is realizing he's got to have the final draft of the Declaration of Independence on everybody's desk on July 4th. And uh, that's a famous quote from Thomas Jefferson that he never said. I, I, I was not aware of that one. I'm going to add that uh, to my list. <laughs> okay. So but for the first I, sentence. But, but on uh, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands that have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Now, that's a run-on sentence, first of all. So Thomas Jefferson gets – I mean, you could, have, you could have broken that up into three sentences. I'm joking. But, so what does that say? So what, what is that? Is that they're declar- is they've been part of Great Britain, part of England, and they're now going to separate. So they feel the need to explain – to the world and to their own people why we're doing that. And then it goes on to the most important part of the Declaration, really the the why of America, and what's probably the most famous part of the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There's so, there's, now, there's, there's so much. There's there's so much in that one sentence, and the next sentence, which is just as important. That to, se- that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Now, the first two sentences do something that probably gives us the reason why the Declaration of Independence is MIA in most elementary schools. And that is a reference to a divine creator, divine providence to God in those first two sentences. The last sentence, I'll just add for our continued conversation, is, and for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, Divine again, providence is capitalized, meaning a reference to God. We mutually pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honors. So these signers of the Declaration of Independence, at that moment, were willing to put up on the line for the creation of what turned out to be, and I think they believed it would be, one of the most important developments in governance in human history. They pledged their lives to that meaning they were willing to sacrifice their lives by signing that document because they didn't know if the British would march in and capture them and hang them from a yard arm or where this would lead. They pledged their fortunes. All of them, most of them, were were wealthy landowners and m- merchants of the time. And then their sacred honor with a capital H, their sacred honor, of course, I believe, de- de- deriving from their bond with God. So between all of those, this is the reason why we celebrate July the 4th. It is. And what happened, what you have in America is 
an exception in all human history, which is throughout human civilization for thousands of years, it's been, yeah, they, they may have some god or gods up there on the top somewhere in the structure of things. Then you have the emperor, the pharaoh, the king, the dictator, what have you. And then below, below the government, you have the people. And with the, what America was, as the exception, it was God on top, clearly and firmly. Then the people, then the government. Exactly. And it was that, and Rush Limbaugh does the greatest job of explaining American exceptionalism I've ever heard anyone do. It is not that Americans are somehow genetically better or superior to other people, because we're not. It's this exception in how, hum- how, our, how our country was set up. The people were free to an unprecedented degree to pursue happiness as they each defined it. And maybe it's going westward and starting a farm. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's uh, writing a book. Maybe it's doing scientific research or starting a company or starting, you know, like Thomas Edison, inventing things. All of those things were possible to an unprecedented degree because of this exception that everyone was free to pursue happiness as he or she defined it. Well, between the Declaration of Independence and the documents that followed leading up to the Constitution, the people that are in a large, to a large degree run this country and the culture, and as we talk about so often, the culture is upstream of politics, the entertainment industry, the education, uh, academia, um, you know, and and the media. The what what uh, I I love the way that. Uh, Pamela Geller refers to the media, the enemy media, which means you can you can you can give three E's entertainment, education, and enemy media are all aligned against everything that we just spoke about. Yes. They're trying to take away the why of America. Because if there is no why, then there's no there's no country. You need a reason why to believe in the country, to fight for the country, either literally in battle or, or figuratively in politics, is that we know that the natural tendency of government is to grow and for liberty to contract. And that's a paraphrase of something that Thomas Jefferson said, but we see it going on all the time. And Ronald Reagan warned us that Freedom is always one generation away from extinction. So when you take away the why, so they don't, people don't understand this why, okay, then there's no reason to keep, there's no reason for the country. It, the country needs a why, especially this country, which is not founded on necessarily geography or ethnicity. That we're the English or we're the French or we're the Germans or what or what have you, the Japanese, the Chinese. But it's founded on a shared set of beliefs and ideas. So when they can, so when the Democrat Party and the left, and I, you know, I repeat myself, can take that away, they take away the country. Yep. Let's pause here for a word from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding of Moreno Valley. Place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office. And we're rolling out the patriotic music because, as we covered in the first segment, this is the week we celebrate the birth of the most incredible country in world history. But, Greg, you wouldn't know that listening to the way that the media characterizes what has unfolded over the last two years. Now, Donald Trump decided that This July 4th would be a great day to roll out the red carpet, do what, you know, you typically do, have a parade. And in his parade, he decided that he'd have uh, some military presence. And he decided that he'd have some particularly upgraded hardware as a part of that, a little flyover from some of our uh, great technological achievements in the air, the Air Force with uh, flyovers of the Raptor and the F-35. He decided that in in that parade that there would be some high-end uh, armament, some artillery that drives around on treads, otherwise known as tanks. And this, well, yeah, is that what he was trying to say to America? Thank you very is much. That, thank you very much? Yes. <laughs> Well, he decided that he was going to do that. And boy, I'll tell you what, liberal heads have exploded, particularly on the heels. Is that what that sound was? That's exactly what that sound was. So in this uh, in anticipation of this parade, I I mean, all of the media, the enemy media, the people that are aligned against the, the, the PR department of the Democrat Party, melted down. We have one example. Joy Reid on MSNBC the day before the 4th of July had this to say about the presence of the military in Donald Trump's parade. And can I just, you mentioned, you know, France and Kim Jong-un, who, you know, Donald Trump greatly admires Kim Jong-un. He sort of aspires to be sort of a mini, you know, Putin or Kim Jong-un. He wants to be that, have that kind of absolute power. He claims Kim Jong-un's people just adore him. Well, they have no choice because he'd throw them in a gulag and probably kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think about the Bastille Day celebration. What is that celebration about? What is the message that's meant to be sent by the military uh, armada that's rolling down the streets of Paris? It's a message to time. 
tyrants. What Bastille Day support, uh, you know, represents is the victory over tyrannical rule over the king and over the attempt for the king to return. The storming of the Bastille was about victory over tyrants. What is the message when Kim Jong-un rolls tanks down the streets of his capital? The message is to democracies. It's the message is to people like us, to Western democracies. You better be careful because we, the unified Korean, North Korean people, will defeat you. We have nukes. Be afraid of us. So what is the message Donald Trump is trying to send by rolling tanks down Constitution Avenue? Who is that message to? It's certainly not to tyrants because he likes tyrants. He loves tyrants. It's not to Putin. It's not to Kim Jong-un. It's not to the Saudis. Is it to our friends, Eastern democracies, who he doesn't particularly like? Or is it to us? Is it to the resistance in this country? I got tanks. I have this military armada. The message is a threat. But it's always a threat when you roll out your military. But it's to whom is the threat? And I suspect that the threat is to his fellow Americans. And I hate to say that, but I think that Donald Trump styles himself a tyrant, not a defeater of tyrants. Wow. Projection. You think? Everything they say is projection. Yeah, and it's also a great, it's also a heinous insult to our military. It would suggest that the military would be involved in suppressing and tyrannizing, tyranni- being a, a tyrannical force against Americans. That they wouldn't, if, if asked to uh, fire on Americans for the purpose of engrandizing the power of Donald Trump, what they're, what they're characterizing as someone who greatly admires Kim Jong-un and Putin, someone who wants that kind of power, someone who styles himself a tyrant, that he would, uh, that he would uh, turn the American military on the American people in order to consolidate power and that the military would follow through? Yeah, it's, it is, aside from being no basis whatsoever as to Donald Trump, it is a heinous, despicable insult against the men and women who serve in our military as volunteers to defend our country to suggest that they would do such. Rather, rather than Americans taking pride in our military, the men and women in there, the great, the great technology that our country has been able to equip them with, the courage and dedication that they have, our military has shown repeatedly across the since the since the country was founded. And the, but that's but that's that's today's Democrat Party. Uh, this, you know, just in microcosm, there's a there's a high school in San Francisco, George Washington High School, and, and they're gonna they're gonna paint over a mural of George Washington. Well, you're a great uh, advocate for understanding the tyranny that is being perpetrated by the social media companies, Google. We uh, we understand so much more about their power and how they actually use it and, and how they plan on using it as a result of the uh, work that James O'Keefe did to expose the the, the, the plans that they have to make sure that 2016, quote unquote, never happens again, specifically aimed at Donald Trump. The tyranny of the brown shirts of the left that they cover for in the media, they actively cover for Antifa. There's a brand new uh, study that's been released by someone who has since been scrubbed from Twitter 
and Facebook, this individual who who conducted this analysis and actually connected the groups and organizations of Antifa to several mainstream media outlets, including MSNBC, including The Guardian, including the SPLC, and how those organizations both cover for and support the activities of Antifa. I can't think of a demonstration. These these people aren't freedom fighters. They're not revolutionaries. These people are fascists. Google is fascist by silencing the the, the the conversation, the conservatives who have been – there's nothing that's changed in what you and I say. Is there – Greg, over the past 30 years, has anything changed about what you're saying? On some things. On some things. Um, immigration, I've come to realize that how much more important immigration is. And I've come to realize that, uh, that uh, open border trade policies does not serve the interests – of the country in the past, that was a more free market. Well, you know, you know, if they can make something cheaper in China or Japan or wherever, well, then so be it. But uh, the importance of protecting American workers, but largely, it's the same. Largely, my views are the same in terms of preserving freedom and our representative democracy. Well, and so are mine. And I think those those shifts that you just mentioned are shifts that come from being more engaged and learning and paying attention, whereas before, uh, you know, our beliefs may have been more ideological in nature. Now they're they're tempered by a, a greater understanding of reality and pragmatism. Well, we're basically the same. So if we're the same and we've never – no one has ever tried to shut us up before – like is happening now. No one has ever attacked us for going out and demonstrating our beliefs in a free market, public, permitted uh, rally. All of a sudden, though, it's the left that's doing that and doing all of the above. So it's the left that has changed, not us. Right. And it's not, and it is not just the fact that Antifa, the new military wing of the Democrat Party is out there attacking people on the street. It's that also that the in the, the mayors in these cities like Portland, you saw the same thing in Berkeley, in San Jose, and other, and other places where the, the Democrat mayor pulls back the police, tells the police to stand down and then let the Democrat Party's Antifa brown shirts, they wear literally black, but they are the new brown shirts, Go out and attack people and suppress speech that the mayor couldn't legally suppress. The mayor couldn't send the police in and say, conservatives, you can't have a demonstration here. The mayor couldn't do that right now. Maybe in the future he can, but not right now. So they, do this, so they just turn their, their, their brown shirts loose on them. And it's, that's a, from the suppression of speech by the big dem tech companies to violence and intimidation. But in the middle ground there, we have... People, there is intimidation. There are threats. I just the, the I just read I just read on um, on Wednesday when we we're recording this that there's this cute little girl I don't know, ten years old or something like that was doing these uh, AOC impersonations. She called herself Mini AOC, and she and, and she was she 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 really skewered the real AOC with her spot on impressions. But she took down her account because of all the. Intimidation and threats that were made to her and her family. They they just gave up. And that's the that's the whole point. Is you just realize you give up, 
or the or the girl you know, who was aced out of the state championship and track. We're almost out of time here because she's beat out by two biological men. And she complained about it. And the coach has been harassing her and not letting her compete before college coaches. And again, the message is, you know, the safest and easiest course of action is to shut up. And I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but we're almost out of time. But Harry Truman said that when any American who's done nothing wrong has to shut his mouth out of fear, then all Americans are Well, I don't have... And I don't have the person that issued this quote. It was an elected representative in the House of Representatives who has said uh, she's out of Texas. I can picture her. She has said that it's time to start arresting people and uh, con- convicting them of crimes for making fun. That was were her words for making fun of elected officials in Washington, D.C. They are the true tyrants. All right. We will be back with more on the Unite Inland Empire radio show after the break. We're going to talk about some of the developments in the border, uh, in, in what's happening at the border. And then we got some interesting California news for you. We'll be back with more on the Unite IE radio show. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want, or anything that you need between now and your final day on Earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM590, The Answer. NMLS ID number 9921, Happy birthday, America. Absolutely. Happy birthday, America. Greg, it's been a while we've been doing, we've been getting together to do this show on Saturday. And I got to tell you, it's one of the highlights of my week, being able to get together with you to talk about the issues of the week. And in this case, to celebrate uh, this great country as we both have in our own special ways been involved in trying to organize a conservative pushback to what's going on in this state. Um, and, and as you said in the last segment, uh, you have morphed on the topic of Im- immigration, becoming a lot more aware of the impact that immigration is having in this country, uh, as have I. And Donald Trump, when he came down the escalator, one of the key issues that got the attention of Ann Coulter, and I think – this is probably why, because she realized that, uh, you know, somewhere in the conscience and even the subconscious of America, people were realizing that the impact of immigration was uh, damaging the middle class and even the lower middle class. She said, you know, when asked that famous line on Bill Maher's show, 
who do you think? And she said, Donald Trump. And I remember the face of Joy Reid, who we featured a clip from earlier in the show. And the face of Joy Reid, who just looked astonished, like, what are you, nuts? And lo and behold, Ann Coulter was right. She nailed the whole immigration issue. She feels that he's wandered a little off the trail, but I'm not sure it, how much his that's his fault or the Republicans in Congress that he f- fought were going to back him up and that he found weren't. But it all came to a head recently as Donald Trump tried to get the money to secure the border. Infamously, the Democrats shut down the government because they didn't want to give him $5 billion. They were willing to damage their reputations and send the government into shutdown mode again because they labeled it a crisis that was imaginary, and they called it a manufactured crisis. Well, slowly but surely, they've come to realize that this is no longer a manufactured crisis, that it's real. In a rare, and I'm sorry to go on here, but I'm going to lead into a quick clip that we're going to talk about. In a rare moment of truth, CNN has had a really, and and has has have a lot of media outlets, have had a loose relationship with the truth since Donald Trump was elected, but in a rare Acknowledgement of truth. Fareed Zarkawia, Zachariah, actually, I keep getting that guy's name wrong. Zachariah actually acknowledged that Donald Trump may be right when it comes to specifically the asylum laws, but more generally what's going on at the border. Let's hear for, from him and then we'll begin our discussion. Given President Trump's mean spirited and often bigoted attitudes on immigration, It pains me to say this, but he is right that the United States faces a crisis with its asylum system. Democrats might hope that the out-of-control situation at the southern border undermines Trump's image among his base as a tough guy who can tackle immigration, but they should be careful. It could actually work to the president's advantage. Since 2014, the flow of asylum seekers into the United States has skyrocketed. Last year, immigration courts received 162,000 asylum claims, a 240% increase from 2014. The result is a staggering backlog with more than 300,000 asylum cases pending, and the average immigration case has been pending for more than 700 days. It's also clear that the rules surrounding asylum are vague, lax, and being gamed. The initial step for many asylum seekers is to convince officers that they have a credible fear of persecution in their home countries, and about 75% meet that criteria. Some applicants for asylum have suspiciously similar stories using identical phrases. Many simply use the system to enter the U.S. and then melt into the shadows or gain a work permit while their application is pending. Now, Zakari is a CNN contributor, and... um In a related story, the weather forecast in hell today is uh, low 20s and snow. It's freezing over, right? Would you ever have expected to hear anyone on CNN, let alone a contributor, say something even remotely connected to the truth about what's unfolding at the border? You know, um, sometimes you can't help yourself. Clocks, Um, broken clock, right? Yes. uh, Also, you know, the, the... they know they're lying, but if, one of my theories of life is that when you keep talking, someone keeps talking, eventually what they really think 
comes out. So this is probably what Zakari and it's probably what all they all, they all realize this. They're, 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 they're liars, thieves, and scoundrels, but they're not, they're not, they're not all stupid. So it's, it's obvious, you know, AOCs may be an exception, but okay. For the most part, the Democrats and the left are not stupid. In some ways, they're, in some ways they're very clever and cunning and smart. So they, they know what's happening on the border. They just favor it because it, they think it helps them politically to run in hundreds of thousands every, you know, every month and 100,000 plus new Democrat voters come across the border. So they, they, and they don't care about the costs and effects on America and Americans of this. So now, one of the things what he, what he really thinks came out. It did. Now, one of the things he said that I thought was particularly interesting is he said Democrats might hope that the situation at the border would undermine Donald Trump's presidency. That shows a tremendous amount of ignorance. And I don't know if he just missed out on what's happened over the last couple of years. But Donald Trump has been banging this drum. So if anything, it doesn't undermine him. It actually proves him right for everything that he's been saying. Now, the Democrats during the shutdown said that this was a manufactured crisis. Then they were forced to switch their tune. They could no longer say manufactured crisis once the numbers topped 100,000 and it became a real crisis. Now they've adopted that this has shifted to a humanitarian crisis and AOC, in an effort to rehabilitate her image, because I think she took a lot of flack when she tried and as she tried, not, of course, um, among her supporters, but among people that are sitting at the fringe now, scratching their head going, who is this Democrat Party? When she called these facilities on the border concentration camps, she took a lot of heat. And again, not from her supporter. Her supporters are like agreeing with her. But then she said, as she realized that there was, you know, a little incoming uh, fire, then she decided to go down to the border and prove everybody right. Well, I'm anxious for the video that some people say exists of her going through that facility in Clinton, uh, take taking uh, uh, screaming at the Border Patrol agents as she as she did this and then coming out and characterizing the situation in there um she's about ready to have another one of her lies busted oh they operate on the philosophy that a lie repeated often enough will begin to be believed and that was promulgated lenin said that hitler said that hitler's propaganda minister goebbels said that and they said that because it works they, they accurately assessed how the system, how the world, and how human beings work. And then they, for ill, for bad, they applied it. And that is the same philosophy of the Democrat Party. Take a lie. Trump-Russia collusion, for example. Keep repeating it. And to this day, if you poll, the, if you poll did Trump collude with Russia, you get substantial. It's down since the Mueller report confirmed that there wasn't any. It's down, but there's still... 20, 30, 40% or more that think there was because, I, I, because they repeat the lie often enough and people begin to believe it. And the same thing was, same thing as doing with it with AOC, that it's concentration camps. They're being maltreated. The, the children are being tortured. You know, children are being tortured down there. Same thing over and over again. And we dismiss it. 
but there's people that that don't. When they they don't. And there, there was a uh, a Hispanic pastor that decided to go down and verify this. We'll have some audio of his uh, what he saw there, and he refutes this completely. Uh, when we return on the Unite IE Radio Show after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back up for this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. is the most famous march that John Philip Sousa ever wrote, Star Spangled Banner. It's officially the National March of America. And I'm not much of a march fan, but this one, I mean, who can't start marching in place or conducting or singing along to this music? Or at least tapping your toes. I mean, come on. Yes. All of the above. That is uh, that, that's great stuff. I'm glad you, you picked that out. And credit to Greg Britton for... His work digging up the bumper music for today's uh, celebratory show, 4th of July. So we're talking about immigration. And we know the Democrat Party favors open borders and unlimited immigration for crass political reasons. And they care not one iota for the effect on America and Americans, whether it's on jobs, wages, taxpayers, welfare rolls, crowded schools, crowded emergency rooms, and crime victims. We know that... uh, uh, illegal aliens commit crime and violent crime at at least twice the rate of native-born Americans. Not so for illegal immigrants, but, that, but that's another story. When people come here, to, and the first act is to break our laws, why would we expect them to via, to follow the rest of our laws? But the Republicans, most of them, also favor illegal immigration, albeit for different reasons. Their donors like the supposedly cheap labor. It's not really cheap labor, as California demonstrates, but they think it's cheap labor. And maybe initially in terms of their payroll costs, it is cheap. It is cheaper labor. Well, we saw an example of this. I mean, you know, on the macro level, the Republicans had control of both houses of Congress and the White House for two years They could have dunked the filibuster rule, and they could have changed the immigration laws. They could have secured the border. They could have adopted merit-based immigration, which is popular even with Hillary Clinton voters. A large majority favors merit-based immigration. A large majority of Americans want to reduce immigration by, by at least half. It's now just the green cards, illegal immigrants, 
are more than a million a year. And there's a substantial majority for 500,000 or less. Yet the Republicans did none of that. And we see on the micro level, just this past week, there was a bill to let illegal aliens be central committee members or delegates in the California Democrat Party. And the Democrats have all the votes up there. They can pass pass whatever they want to. But what's particularly disturbing was all of the Republican senators supported the bill. All of the Republican senators, including our favorite here in the Inland Empire, Mike Morrell, supported this bill. And I haven't had a chance to try to contact him or speak with him. Like, what? No, no, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You're, you're Mike Morell, the senator in the 23rd Senate District. That Mike Morell? That Mike Morell. Are, are you talking about the Mike Morell that has been, uh, that, that received an accommodation from the American Conservative Union for a Lifetime Achievement Award? That Mike Morell? Uh, that Mike Morell. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. I just want to make sure. You mean the Mike Morell that is rated with the most conservative voting record by Matt Schlapp, the chairman of the of the American Conservative Union Foundation? You mean that Mike Morell? That's the one. So he, what did he do? He and all the other Republican state senators voted for this law that lets illegal aliens... And it's just one more step towards granting all rights and entitlements of American citizens on illegal aliens. This bill lets them be delegates or central committee members for the California Democrat Party. So are we talking about Senate Bill 288? Yes. Senate Bill 288. It it passed 38 to 0 in the the state Senate. Not a single Republican Hmm. voted no. Not a single Republican even just abstained. On it, do you, do you, do, you, do you, Jay Obernolte voted? No, Jay Obernolte. He's, he's, he's in the assembly. Be, he's assembly. So wait, wait. Be interesting to see uh, what he does. Morlock, John Morlock. Morlock voted for it. Morlock voted for it. Shannon so, Grove, the the the, the leader oh my of the gosh. Republican. Shannon, Shannon Grove voted to make uh, to to allow the Democrat Party to appoint delegate status to illegal aliens. Yes, and central committee she, status. She voted for that. She voted for that. Hmm. Now, now, I just want to make sure, is this the same Senate Bill 288 that started out in the Senate Energy, Utilities, and Communications Commission Committee? I don't know. The, I don't have the full history uh, in front of me on which committees it went to. So I'm just wondering, is this the same Senate bill that it when it was originally passed out of committee was about requiring electrical corporations and local publicly owned electric utilities, among others, to develop and make available to eligible customer generators, standard contracts or tariffs for net energy metering. Is is that is this the same 288? Uh, They often will start with one bill and they do call gut and amend. So they drop out what was in the bill and put in something Hmm. completely and totally different. So. If this is the same bill, Senate Bill 288, that was passed out of the Energy Committee on, and I think that the date that it was originally passed out of the Senate, out of out of the uh, uh, out of the Energy Committee originally, was on April 10th, and then it went to the Senate Appropriations Committee, 
And then on May the 23rd, finally, was passed on the Senate floor with 38 senators, including every Republican voting for it. Now, when they voted for this, were they voting for the electrical bill or were they voting for the Democrat Party of California allowing Central Committee members and delegates to be illegal aliens? Which were they voting for then? Well, it was it was it had already been amended. There's, there's no record. I'm, I got the legislative history here. There's no record of of it that later being amended to change it. Oh, but it was. It was gut and amended after it had passed on the Senate floor as it made its way to the Assembly bill. Assembly. That's when it was gut and amended in the Assembly by Wiener. Then you so. So 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 what we're what we're upset about is that the Democrats pulled a fast one on the senators who voted for a bill that was about monitoring electrical utilities. Every conservative senator voted for a bill about electrical utilities only to have the author of the bill gut it and amend it after it had gotten a Senate vote into the assembly to recharacterize this bill as something completely different using, as you said, the gut and amendment bill. So I just want to make sure we're talking about the same Senate bill 288. I mean, Greg, this is a perfect example of how duplicitous the Democrats are. We talk a lot. You know, Donald Trump says that the de- that the media is the enemy of the American people. I would go so far as to say that the Democrats, especially the progressives in Sacramento, are the enemy of the American people. This is a textbook example of what they do in order to make dem- make Republicans look bad. Yeah, and also shows that, you know, that there's limited time we all have available, but the importance of verifying information. And I looked at, I looked at a, 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 an activist that I rely on and trust, and I think is, is, is a great activist on our side, have posted on this. And I didn't go through and look at the whole amendment history of the bill. But how, how, I mean, it, this is, this is, this is a perfect example of how difficult it is to stay on top of this stuff. And, and, and the fact that that gives the Democrats the opportunity to do stuff like this, to take a perfectly legitimate issue that had bipartisan support and then completely – I mean, and it was an important bill. It was a good bill. It was for a good purpose. And then completely gut it and twist it into something that, as you, as you were saying earlier, the immigration issue falls onto the side of the Democrat. It benefits the Democrat Party. And here they are again, twisting the legislative process to advantage them to bring individuals that should not have office. I mean, weren't there, there were other situations, it was only a couple of years ago that the Democrats advanced uh, bills that allowed, um, in your in your industry, illegal aliens can now be attorneys, right? Yes. I Virtually all professions, they, can, they are- Exactly. They can- and we see this. We see this, especially in California and Democrat-controlled states. Is this accommodation is that to let to aid and abet and encourage illegal immigration? That we don't really want to enforce our immigration laws. And when you give them free, when you give them benefits, when you give them professional licenses, you give them driver's licenses. Yep. All those things aid and abet illegal immigration. 
And now they want, you know, they want illegal immigrants to be able to vote. And they, they, they can vote now in local elections under the idea that, well, their kids go to the schools. Why shouldn't they be able to vote for school board members? Why shouldn't they be able They live in cities. Why shouldn't they be able to vote for city council people? Why shouldn't they be able to vote for, you know, any other local office? Well, they've given them that right up in Sacramento. And now the Democrat Party is taking the next step. And they did it under cover of darkness. They couldn't even come out and say it. They had to do it under the cover of a of a of a legislative process that shouldn't even exist, called gut and amend. It's despicable. Oh, it is. And I I probably got to do some uh, follow up Facebook posting because I was po- I did some posting on this. Look at the look at what these terrible Republicans did on illegal immigration. So I probably got to go back and say, well, you know, on on further review. Right, like they, like well, they do, and like they do in the NFL when the referees have to go back and look at the look at the uh, look at the video. Look at the video. Well, and and I, I would I would hazard a guess that there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Republicans that pay attention to this stuff, just like you and I do, that have done the same thing. That are like, wait a minute, Morell Morlock, these guys voted for this. They were involved in authoring this. I mean, in the original bill. Senator Stone was a co-author of it. Do you think Senator Stone would co-author something like this? Well, unless you dig into the weeds, you're not going to know it. it and the, the whole point of this is no matter how much you pay attention to, you're going to get hoodwinked. And that's the whole purpose behind the Democrats. This is how evil the Democrats are. Just one small example. And, and, on the, yeah, we, and, on, and we could go on and on. Absolutely. In closing out our 4th of July program on July 6th, our freedoms and liberty are on the line now, at least as much as they were in 1776. It may not look like it, but it is. And we need all private citizens to fulfill the obligations of their most important office if we're going to keep having 4th of Julys in a free and independent country. Amen. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, Greg. Same deal. And to our listeners. Tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite IE Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.